0: Cause you walk on dirt and you plant in soil that's what grandpa always said <music>
1: Blake. Hi, Brian. We're sitting down in the studio. Yep. We're going to record our second podcast.
0: I'm excited. So am I.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to It Ain't Dirt, It's Soil. Hi. This is a gardening podcast for novices and professionals. And, well... Are we
0: sure about the professional we're, we're part? We're professionals. Are you sure?
1: No. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to, hard to be a professional when it's as much fun as we have.
0: There you go. So how was Valentine's Day, Brian?
1: valentine's day was busy and hectic that's why it's taken us so long to uh get back on making these podcasts i played with flowers for an entire week
0: it was fun wasn't it It was it was
1: designing flowers designing flowers delivering flowers i think we had 240 some odd deliveries Yeah, that's not bad. No. No, it wasn't bad at all. It was pretty
0: all right. Yeah, we burned through the stuff. We burned through a lot of flowers. Well, we we actually had a lot of well-trained designers that put them together, floral designers. Correct. But we helped, too.
1: A little bit.
0: A little bit, yeah. Well, maybe not as much as we could have helped. I routed the deliveries. (laughs) Yeah, I know you did that. (laughs) I think I poked a few flowers into vases. I know I wrapped some.
1: Yeah. And it, it was a rough, tough Valentine's Day because... It was extremely cold. Which always makes it difficult. It makes it very difficult to deliver flowers. You've got to contend with snow. You've got to contend with ice. You've got to contend with flowers freezing. Which I don't think we had a single flower freeze this year. I don't think we did either. No, but
0: we wrapped them all very
1: well. We did. We know how to wrap the flowers to keep them from protected. freezing. protected. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It always takes longer to deliver flowers. When it's cold, because you have to go up and knock on the door without the flowers to make sure the people are home. That way you're not standing up there in 10 degree weather with flowers and they freeze.
1: That is correct. Yeah. Right, right. And I think also Valentine's Day week, in that cold weather, we got a grower truck in full of geraniums.
0: Oh yeah, it was full of geraniums. It was. It was like the Wednesday, I think. Came on Wednesday.
1: Yeah, came on Wednesday. Full of geraniums. A lot of geraniums. Man, it was cold. But boy, we got those unloaded and yeah, it was all right. They know how to deal with the cold.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. They bring them up in this nice heated truck and then you just rush them right inside and put them on the bench. Put them on the bench and then we watered them for a few days because we didn't have time to mess with them because Valentine's Day was on Sunday. Right. And we were busy with Valentine's Day. So then we started planting them that next week on Monday. Yep. Hanging baskets. Hanging baskets. Yep. And then uh, we started in with pots and six-inch pots and four-inch pots. Right. And, yeah.
1: And then we had snow. Go right. figure. What, I think 12. I don't think I've been talking inches. about geraniums yet, Brian.
0: Oh. Right? oh, okay. I mean- we just talked a little. bit. So do you, you want to talk about pelargoniums? I do. Is that? Can you say that again? Pelargoniums? Is it pelargoniums or pelargoniums? Pelargoniums. Pelargoniums. P e
1: l e r g o n i u m s.
0: Is that one of them fancy plants? Pelargonium. Or maybe the R's silent. I have no idea. I don't either. I just know it's pelargonium. Okay, I'm I'm going with that. Or or, or geranium. Which one's more fun to say? Well, uh, I don't know, pelargonium, geranium, pelargonium. I think we could go back and forth on that one.
1: And I'm going to go back because I did misspell it. Oh,
0: yeah. so maybe you're not pronouncing it right.
1: Well, it's P-E-L-A-R-G-O-N-I-U-M,
0: pelargonium. Okay, sure. We'll go with that. We'll go with and pelargonium. And if we're wrong, somebody like can let us know. Yeah. I'm sure.
1: You know, geraniums are great. Flowering plants. I think there's roughly around 280 species of pelargoniums.
0: Really? Yeah. Boy, I sure didn't know that. Perennial succulents and shrubs. Succulents? That's A succulent geranium? That's what the internet is telling me. Really? Yeah. What's succulent about it? Is it the, maybe it's the ivy geranium? I would say the ivy. They have yes. a succulent leaf.
1: Yes. I would say probably the ivy geranium.
0: You know what else there is? 10. Interspecific geraniums. Correct. Which Very is the, correct. right. That's the cross between two different kinds of geraniums.
1: Correct. Like a calliope, a zonal ivy cross.
0: Yes, that's my favorite geranium, by the way, are the calliopes. Oh my
1: goodness. Like a, a basket of calliope dark red and oh yeah. Uh uh um, Deep Rose. Deep Rose, oh, it's beautiful. Together. Oh my god. Beautiful. So bright, it almost hurts your eyes. You need to wear it does. sunglasses it does. when you look at it. And they've
0: got big, floppy flowers. They do. Very beautiful. Yeah. What would you say those flowers are? Six or eight inches across? Oh, anyways. The umbels? Anyways. Oh, at least. Yeah.
1: Geraniums are probably my favorite plant to grow, I think. Yeah? Why? Because, well,
0: I like the way they smell. Oh, really?
1: Yep. I do like the way they, they smell. They do kind of have a strong scent. They do the leaves.
0: Yeah. I know when you're sitting there pinching them that you'll smell like that for a couple of days. Yeah, but it
1: will turn your thumbs orange.
0: Oh, yeah. Right For on. For sure.
1: Probably my favorite flower, because it's always one of the first things to plant, so you know spring's on the way.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. Well, that's what I think
1: about pansies. Yeah, right? Oh, man, pansies. And the pansies are going gangbusters. I don't think I've been
0: talking about geraniums yet. Well, <laughs> then why did we switch to pansies? Because I said the pansies were the first thing in spring we plant.
1: Well, that's true, As we plant those in January. Yeah. And yeah, we plant geraniums in February.
0: Yeah. Week six, which is right around... Uh, uh, well, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is week six.
1: Yeah, very true. Most of the time. Very true. So what do you want to talk about with geraniums?
0: Well, I just, I don't know. It's maybe kind of nerdy stuff, but I thought it was kind of neat that they come in little plugs. They do. Ellie pots, generally. Yeah. Yep. Little foam or little uh, net filled paper. Yeah. Paper filled with soil. Yeah. Ellie
1: pots are very cool.
0: Yeah. And you, you plant those right in the pot. You That's do. pretty much what I wanted to say.
1: Pull them out of the plug tray, put them in the soil, throw them on the bench and water them.
0: Right. And we did that. Yeah, we'll go through them. we'll pinch them. Right, because they need to have the flowers pinched off of them because they're starting to flower a little bit.
1: Yep, yep. And the big leaves pinched.
0: The big leaves. Yeah, they don't have too many big leaves yet. I was pinching them as I was planting them.
1: Hopefully, in about a week and a half, they'll have roots to the edge of the pot.
0: I bet they'll have roots with the with the sun we're getting. I bet they'll have roots in seven days, maybe six. I bet six days. What do you think? Probably six days. Probably. Yeah, I'll
1: we'll have to get back to you on that.
0: Right, I'm guessing six days.
1: Yeah, plenty of fertilizer. Yep.
0: Yeah. So you can talk about pansies now.
1: Pansies are doing great. (laughs) Doing great. In fact, I think it might be time to put some growth regulator on the pansies.
0: I would agree. They're almost touching. And they're starting to bloom. Yeah, there's a lot of flowers out there right now. A
1: lot of flowers. Yeah. I bet in the next week, we're going to have just a sea of color on the pansies. So we should talk about... Some other stuff that's about to start happening real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what just came? What's that? The seed rack. Awesome. It's like my favorite thing ever. Seed rack is great. It has seeds on it. It does. And I've actually heard people saying that they are... um, Having a hard time getting seeds this year. People are having a hard time finding seed.
0: Right. And we have herb seeds, flower seeds, veggie seeds. There's pumpkins and sunflowers and gourds gourds and tomatoes and peppers.
1: For sure. All sorts of
0: fun seeds. Oh, there's. I think there's some perennial seeds on it. Oh, I'm sure there is.
1: Yeah. It's that time of the year. You can come in, you can pick your seeds out. We can get you set up with soil and trays and all sorts of good stuff.
0: Yeah. We can even tell you how to start them, whether they need covered or not.
1: Right. Well, it's that time of the year. We're going to start sowing some seed. In fact, I sowed cabbage and kale and
0: kohlrabi kohlrabi last week. Yeah, we did some uh, sugar snap peas. Sugar snap Oh, and peas. onions.
1: Yeah, we sowed onions. We sowed leek. Yep. Yeah, cabbage, kale, kohlrabi. All your early stuff for the garden.
0: Yep, and that stuff, if it's nice out, shoot, you can plant that, some of it, in March. If you right. can get in there and work the soil. Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of times, it's too wet. Right, You can easily plant that stuff first part of April, no problem. Oh yeah, that's some of the best cabbage you'll ever eat, and lettuce for that matter. That's stuff. Or cold cold. spinach. Oh Oh, yeah, man,
1: that's good stuff.
0: That's the best. So sweet.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's my favorite. Yeah. Speaking of seeds.
0: Yeah. So seeds need several things to grow, right? Right. So you got to have the seed. You got to have the soil. You need the tray to put it in, and you need the knowledge to know how to raise that seed. Correct. And then a lot of times. You need light. Yeah. And you know what else you need to grow seeds? Heat and humidity. Okay. Well, you know what else you need to grow seeds? Oh, what's that? Patience.
1: Oh, patience and time. Yeah. Patience yeah, and sure. time.
0: For sure. A lot of patience.
1: Yeah. Raising
0: Most- seeds a lot like raising kids. That's about as far as I can go with that. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to be patient and, and sometimes what happens, happens. Right. Well,
1: and sowing seed at home is a lot different than sowing seed in a greenhouse. That's true. I mean, the sowing aspect of it is not really any different. Well, However, we have a seeder, which I can sow 273 seeds at a time. But we have a big germination chamber, and we also have a propagation bench, Yeah, which is very nice.
0: Yeah. The, I, I like the propagation bench a lot.
1: Yes, because they do require constant humidity until they germinate.
0: Right, and you can get that. that You get that from a dome, a plastic bag, sure. covering them with soil if they need covered. Misting, vermiculite. There's all kinds of things that adds humidity. Right. But one of the things I think that's probably the most difficult, probably for a home gardener, is bottom heat. Correct. You know, because we have a big bench that's heated with hot water to 70 degrees, which is about the optimal temperature for most seeds to germinate. Right. You know, we do so many different things. They all seem to do pretty well. Cyclamen would be one that needs a little higher temperature. And we
1: did. We sowed cyclamen about three weeks ago. We did.
0: Yeah. And it's not popped yet. I checked it this morning. It's not popped yet.
1: Yeah. So that one will be another couple weeks. And that takes zero light for germination.
0: Zero light. It needs cover. In fact, we cover it with soil and cover it with a tray to keep all light from getting to it. You know, did you see, this one really surprised me how well they turned out, was the osteospermums we started from seed.
1: Yes, those were beautiful. I was just noticing those this afternoon. I'm going to have to say
0: that's 100% germination on those. Really, really close Those are some tight plants. Yes. I'm Very a, nice. I'm excited to plant them. In fact, I might have to go to work tomorrow and plant them. I would. I think they're ready. I would. So back to seeds. Yeah. So you can buy these humidity domes. We don't sell humidity domes. They will help you get the seeds going. I think they'll help you get the seeds going. But other things are trays. How many different size trays? I mean, we sow seeds in. The higher the number, the smaller the cell size, Right. Correct. So we'll do 273s. But well, we have 512s, 288s, 273s, 200 trays. 128. 128. 100. 100 uh, 72s, 84s. And what else? Let's see. 26. 50s. 17. That's about it.
1: That's about it.
0: The different plants grow better in the different size trays. Oh, for sure. Like you put a big seed into a big tray. Right. Little seeds and little ones. Right, right. But, it you know. And the
1: smaller the tray, the quicker you'll have to transplant.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's like the 273s. We start most all of our flowers in 273s.
1: And vegetables for the most part. Yeah,
0: that's what size our our cedar takes.
1: Throw them on the germination bench and usually within seven days they're popped up and you have little baby plants.
0: Yeah, it's fun. The trick with the smaller cell sizes is you got to transplant them on time because they don't hold in those very long. That
1: way they don't get out of hand.
0: Yeah, because they'll stretch out on you pretty quick.
1: And I find it best on your seed that needs covered using vermiculite over the soil.
0: Yeah, I I like the vermiculite. It holds moisture, doesn't dry out as fast. It's maybe a little more messy, but it seems we get better germination. It it adheres to the seed coat a little better, I think.
1: Not everybody has vermiculite,
0: but we sell it. We do. We have some and we can sell it. Correct. It doesn't take much because you're just covering the tray with it. And we have all those tray sizes available. Well... I don't really sell the 273s too much because that's what we primarily use. But there's a lot of 288s if you want that small size, which works great for flower seed. I think you can't beat that for flower seed for the most part. But then for tomatoes and let's just say your veggies, you know, I like the 100 count size.
1: Those work very well. And really, for the person doing some home gardening, and we'll probably get into this into a little more detail, if you plan correctly for timing... For transplant, and you sow your seed into, say, a a big 50-size cell, yeah. it's perfect for transplanting into the garden Yeah, it really when is. it's time, if you yeah. time it
0: right. If you, you have to time it right. And really, you know, a tomato doesn't take much more than six weeks from sow to plant. Correct. You can do it in six weeks, eight weeks at the most.
1: Yeah, any more than that, it's going to stretch out. It's just going to
0: be too big. You're going to have to keep potting it up. And that's just, you know. Too you, much work. Yeah, it's too much work. You got it. And you know what? You know how much time that probably saves you from getting your first tomato, if any? None. About a week. Oh. About a week. Probably a week.
1: Yeah. So it's all about timing and picking the correct size. You could almost do that with bell peppers too, even hot peppers.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Those 50 cell sizes are great. Our, yeah. Because that 50 cell plug tray is about the same size as a 36 count flat that right. we sell most oh, of that yeah. stuff in.
1: You know, a 40 size would be really nice for that too.
0: If you could find one deep enough. 40 yeah, trays deep, are usually pretty a deep shallow. 40 would be good. Yeah. Yeah, because, I, you know, for tomatoes and peppers, for your garden vegetables, I like a little deeper cell. Yeah. Except for, you know, the cabbages and stuff. If you plan that out right, you can just dot those right in the garden from 100 tray and do just fine. Yes. Because, I mean, you got to have at least 10 cabbage plants.
1: And more if you're going to make sauerkraut.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, in the, the flat Dutch, though. I mean, Le- oh, those yeah. things can weigh 30 pounds. That's so, my favorite cabbage. It is.
1: I love late flat Dutch. Yeah. Oh, it's an awesome cabbage. We have Gold Acre. We've got ruby red. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's another
0: one in there. Early Jersey Wakefield. Early Jersey, yes. Which that's an heirloom type, and that's a pointed head. Oh, that'll be a fun one then. Right, I think it's a pointy one. It's not necessarily round. It's more oval, I think. Is it? Yeah. Interesting. And then kohlrabi.
1: You know, kohlrabi is one of my favorites. Really. Yeah. I love kohlrabi. Unfortunately, they honestly take up more room in the garden than you would think.
0: Right. For one little softball size kohlrabi piece, you're going to eat like an apple or slice. Grandpa always sliced it and ate it with uh, salt.
1: That is the best. And yes, early Jersey is a kind of spear
0: shaped. Spear shaped, yeah. Cabbage. Very nice. Yeah. I think those are neat. Very neat. Yeah. You just don't want to fall on it in the garden. It could take your eye out.
1: (laughs) could take your eye out, yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We have green and red kohlrabi.
0: Oh, yeah, you got to have both. Those are one. I think you need to put at least 15 or 20 out because, I mean.
1: And they make your salads look very pretty. They do. And I would do multiple sowings of the kohlrabi. That way you can eat it all summer long rather than getting 15 or 20 at one time because that's going to be a lot of kohlrabi to eat.
0: No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Probably want to space it out, what, every two weeks you want to sow some. I would some? do every
1: two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So how do you know when it's time to transplant?
0: Well, you want a good set of roots, that's for sure.
1: I would say you want a nice root ball.
0: Yeah. That's what I like about the plug trays, right? Because the root ball's all contained.
1: Right. And you can just pop it right out. And...
0: Yeah. You can take a pencil and stick up through the hole and you know right away whether or not, well, you can just kind of tug, gently tug on that plant. And if it's going to want to come out without the soil, you know, you need to leave it alone.
1: Right, right. And you don't need to tease the roots apart. You don't need to break that root ball apart. Just yeah. punch a hole with your finger and your dibble. We'll circle back. We talked about our dibble finger in the first podcast.
0: Right. Yep. That's a, it's got other names. It's the index finger. Your water tester. The water meter. Yeah. It's your dibble finger, water meter, index finger. Yep. Poke a hole
1: in that soil, push the plug down. You know, seedlings are way stronger than what you think they
0: are. They really are. They can take a lot of abuse. You just can't be yanking on them, though. You got to be firm yet gentle. And, you know, other ways I like to tell if they're ready or not is generally they'll have true leaves. Tomatoes going to want to have probably by the time it's ready to transplant from 100 cell size, what would you say, three three sets?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're starting to get a little jaggedy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Depends on your light because so if you don't, a tomato, if you don't have enough light with a tomato seedling, it's going to be long and thin and difficult.
1: I like my tomato seedlings when they're ready to go to be about the thickness of a big stir straw.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you can really yank on those things. Yes, yes. It's it's all, yeah. You know, there's really actually nothing that, that you just have to play with them, and then you know if they're ready. Right, right. Because if they're going to break, yeah. And if, you're, if you have a doubt, maybe let it sit for another couple of days.
1: Yes, and keep them in the brightest – if you're if you're growing any seeds once they germinate keep those in your brightest window possible they need as much light as you can give them
0: even a impatient
1: they need a lot of bright light yeah like you don't want them to stretch
0: yeah if they're just in your regular house light they're going to stretch they're going to stretch
1: they need to be in a window
0: and then you know what happens when they stretch out they fall over yeah They get soft, they fall over, and they die.
1: They damp off, yes.
0: Yes, damping off. There you go. They damp off.
1: They damp off.
0: You know what causes that a lot of times? Too much moisture. Yep. And not enough. Light. And not enough heat. Jeez, oh, Pete. And not enough
1: air movement. Oh, air. Yes, air movement. I didn't even think about air movement. Seriously. I I didn't even think about it. You really ought to have fans on those things.
0: But not too much air movement because you'll dry them out and they'll die. Yes. Yeah. It's really not rocket science. No. You
1: should have a ceiling fan going on them if you're doing it That would be perfect. That'd be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ceiling. Just something to keep that air circulating, to keep just all kinds of nasty funguses from settling down.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We could talk for six hours about
0: seeds, I bet. It's starting to seem like it.
1: And I think, too, another thing for the home gardener, if you don't have a bright window and you're wanting to start your own seeds,
0: a grow light. Right. Grow lights are really cool. And back in the day, the old fluorescent tubes, you know, like the T5s and whatever those were, you had to have those like right on top of the plant. About four inches. Yeah. Because any more than that. They weren't really doing you any good. No. And your plants would still stretch. If you kept them nice and close to the plant, your plants stayed nice and tight, which is what you want. You don't know, floppy floppy tomato plants, when you plant them in the garden, isn't the biggest deal? You just bury them deeper. But if the whole stem roots. If they're thin and floppy, you got a problem. Right. And that's where sometimes the grow lights can help you out. Yeah. And those LED grow lights are pretty impressive. They are. They are. We've been trialing some. And yes, we have. They seem to... I was totally amazed at what they did with tomato plants. And
1: I think the ones we're trialing now, I think we're keeping about ten to sixteen inches above the
0: plants. I want to, I want to say it's twelve. Yeah, it's twelve to sixteen. I haven't actually measured it. But I
1: haven't either. And they're doing really, really well.
0: Yeah, it's, it's keeping the tomato plants. Some nice and tight. In Real the. Nice and did tight. you see the basil?
1: I, the basil was really pretty. Yeah. Nice color.
0: Yeah, it seems to be working great. But you know what? I what we got to watch out for with these things, though. I think. Burning them. Is burning them because those LEDs are hot. They are. You don't really want, I don't think you want them as close as you used to keep the old fluorescent tubes.
1: No, no. I'd keep them at least eight inches above the plant.
0: Yeah. But uh, the side effect to that though is the heat's actually not that bad. You give it a little extra heat for getting them seeds up.
1: Yes. Yeah, sure does. But you don't
0: even really need to have the seeds underneath the light unless they need light to germinate, which there's some seeds that do.
1: Yeah. Impatience.
0: Impatience need light. Yeah. What else needs light? Begonias, begonias, impatiens, pansies, pansies. I don't remember that. Yeah, celosia. Oh yes, yeah, celosia definitely does. Those are on top of the soil. Lobelia. Lobelia. Petunias. Yeah, all the little seeds. You know, all the small seeds seem to want to be on top of the soil.
1: Right. Right. And big seeds want to be buried. Yeah. Salvia.
0: Well, I don't. Do we? I think. Uh, like on the basil's, the sage. Those you sow right on top of the soil.
1: I generally cover salvia.
0: The salvia? Yeah. Okay. It's been a long time since I've sown a flower seed. You've been doing all that.
1: Yep. Yep. Peppers get covered. Tomatoes get covered.
0: Most of your veggies get covered. Yeah. You know? And here's a neat fact is, you know how deep you plant the seed?
1: I plant it right on top of the soil and then I put vermiculite on top of it.
0: Oh, that's that's right. You Uh, do, don't you?
1: But I'd say about a quarter inch.
0: Double the size of the seed. That's a good rule of thumb. Which is probably generally about a quarter inch. Yeah, maybe an eighth. An eighth? I guess. As long as it's covered, Depending right? Depending on the seed. So, okay, let's explore that. Oh, boy. A
1: tomato seed. Uh-huh. we talking a quarter inch standing on edge or a quarter inch laying
0: flat? That's a good question. I don't know. Let's just say- Let's say a quarter inch. Let's I say like a quarter, quarter inch. inch. That seems to work. And the right soil.
1: You need a nice, well-drained
0: soil. Yeah, I think our potting mix works really well.
1: It does. In fact, I know we have gone from using a seedling mix all the time Mm -hmm. to using our potting soil. Yeah. And actually, I think we probably have a little better luck. You think? I think so. Yeah. I think so.
0: Well, you know probably why. More aeration in it. That's it. Sometimes that that seed mix, which I really like, by the way, but it's a super fine shredded sphagnum peat and vermiculite. Super fine vermiculite. That was the best ever. Right. Although, if it got too wet, it took it a long time to dry out.
1: Right, right. And the new stuff can dry. The soil dries out very quickly if you want it to.
0: If you want it to, yeah. And I like that because while the seed needs to probably be at, like, what, a level four moisture out of five. Right. When you sow the seed, once that seed pops, you... Most of them you want to probably bring down to like a three.
1: Three or some, even two.
0: Yeah, because otherwise they stay too wet, and then you get that damping off effect. Or you get algae. Algae, which, yeah, that's... Which then
1: leads to soil nets. Yeah,
0: which is no good.
1: No, that's a whole other issue.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hate soil nets.
1: And then you also have to adjust your fertilizer. You don't want to use nearly as much fertilizer,
0: but you do want to use some. After they're up. Right. What, two weeks after they pop... You want to probably hit them with one-eighth strength fertilizer for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. That'll keep them green and keep them growing and keep them strong.
0: Yeah. Well, how, how do you feel about uh, fish emulsion? I don't that? like it. No? No. Why don't I mean, you like
1: it? I don't know that it's bad, but I like fertilizer.
0: Yeah? You. you I like jacks. You like jacks? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's good stuff.
1: It's not bad. I love that
0: stuff. That's You know what? It stinks. My, it stinks. But in my garden at home, when I transplant... I soak everything in quarter strength Neptune's Harvest fertilizer, right. fish emulsion, right? Because I like it.
1: Well, and and it's not bad.
0: No, but after that, I generally go to a uh, to Jack's because it's the it's Jack's the best. is the best. I that, that might kind of cover with how to sow the seeds a little.
1: Yeah, what I would think? say that's that's a lot about sowing I, the I mean, seeds. We probably
0: forgot a whole lot. Oh, I'm sure. But I'm
1: sure we got off on a tangent.
0: We did. But, you know, it all comes down to picking the right tray size. For the seed. For the seed. The the right right soil. Yep. The right amount of moisture. Yep.
1: If your seed needs covered or light to germinate. Yep. And if it needs light, it needs light 24 hours a day until it's germinated. That's right. And needs to be consistently humid and wet while it germinates. It does not want to dry out. Right. 70 to 72 degrees, 68 to 72 degree bottom heat. Yep. And some nice air movement, not a lot, just nice movement. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, grow a beautiful seed. And then once it pops, you want to give it
0: as much light as you can. Yeah. And don't start too early. Oh, you know what I wanted to say? I forgot to say. Peppers. I love growing peppers. Oh,
1: peppers are fun.
0: Right. And peppers take a little longer than tomatoes do. So with peppers... The hot peppers, like the really hot ones, like the habaneros and the buchalocas and that kind of stuff, we always started those in the greenhouse week six. Right. Six or seven, which is Valentine's Day, right around there. That's when the hot peppers, because those take longer to grow. And then we would start, like, I think the sweet peppers, what, around week 10, which is what, usually the second week of March? That is the second week of March. Okay, yeah. I, that's, I guess that's my thought with peppers. Sure. You know, a lot of that stuff you want to wait a little longer to sow, but, you know, with peppers, is some of the varieties need to sow a little earlier.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Same thing with eggplants. Eggplants you probably start about week 10 too.
1: I would start sowing eggplant, I believe, or next 12, week. 12, week
0: 10 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. And always, when you get information, this is how I feel. So when you're getting information on whether to cover the seed or not, go to your seed catalog. Don't go to the internet. If you go to the internet, go to your seed catalog on the internet.
1: Right. Go to Johnny's.
0: That's a great place. Yeah. Yeah, they have so much resources for vegetable starts and flowers, really, for that matter. But that way, that's good, solid info. Right. Some of this I'm not I'm not gonna name any websites or anything, but I can tell you that I've seen some pretty sketchy stuff on the internet with uh how to sow seeds and sow dates and whether to cover them or not, you know. I guess there's all kinds of ways to go about doing it. But from our standpoint, I like to rely on people that do it for a living.
1: That's usually the best way to go. I was just looking up Johnny's right now to see what they might have. They have a grower's library, you know, instructional videos, planning Planning tools and calculators.
0: So look at that. You could I use that stuff all the time. Yeah. It's, it's the greatest thing ever.
1: But yeah, that's a handful of knowledge about sowing seed. But we've been sowing seed for a long time.
0: Yeah. So Brian, what? What do you think's coming up? What's new in the greenhouse? Well what, so what's what are we doing in the next few days at least? The next few days what do you, in what the do you greenhouse.
1: Think? I'm well, I'm curious
0: if you actually know. Well, of course I know. So what are we doing? Well, We are going
1: to plant more hanging baskets. Yes. Because, well, it's time. That's right. Normally, normally right now, we wouldn't be doing hardly anything in the greenhouse. We would be concentrating on the The Home and Garden garden Show. Yeah. Unfortunately, we won't be doing the Home and Garden Show this year because with COVID, they've moved it to April 18th. And unfortunately, I personally don't think that's a good idea for us to be there because traditionally we are extremely busy that time of the year.
0: There's lots of stuff going on. Right. The plants are almost, if not, ready to buy.
1: Correct. And I don't want to neglect any of our customers to go to the home and garden show. Yeah. Because our customers are way more important.
0: Do you think that we're going to come up with something special to do do instead? Yes, I do. I think we will. You think we will? I do. Is that something for us to think about?
1: I think that's something for us to think about. Yeah. going to be something big.
0: You know, I threw out the idea the other day for a talk like a pirate discount. If you come into the greenhouse and you talk like a pirate, you you get a discount.
1: That's a great idea. I love it. Do you like that? I love it. I love it. I think that would
0: be just fun times. Yeah. I think it would be fun. How much are these petunias? <laughs> That's great. Right? Yes. Wouldn't that be fun?
1: That would be a good time. We I, should just have a pirate day. Maybe we'll. Maybe this spring we'll have a pirate day. That would be fun. Yes. I love pirates. Pirates are fun. Yeah. Anyways, I also think coming up in a
0: greenhouse we'll be planting more geraniums. Right. I'm sure we're going to plant petunias. Yep. You know what? We have a lot of hanging baskets. Oh, you know what else? We're, the hanging baskets and the combination, the yes. mixed mixed baskets. Yes. The combination pots. pots. Yes. yes. Yep. That's yep. all in the next two weeks. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. Good times. Then we start burning through that soil.
1: Heck yeah. You get to be creative.
0: Yep. Creativity. Yeah.
1: I love being creative.
0: Do you? Yeah. You do a pretty good job at it. Get my artist on. Get your artist on. Yes. There you go. Yes. Your inner designer.
1: My inner designer. I'm not very good with flowers, but darn I can make good-looking containers.
0: Now, you know what? I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit, Brian. You make some pretty darn nice-looking floral arrangements.
1: I you know what? I can, as long as I'm not bound by price.
0: <laughs> you know, that makes everything easier.
1: Oh my gosh. You just come in and say, "Make it beautiful." Don't give me a price limit. I will make you the most gorgeous bouquet you've ever seen it in It might mind. cost you a
0: couple hundred bucks. It but might,
1: but it will be
0: totally worth it. It will be. It, it will, will
1: be. be. Everybody should say thank you with
0: flowers. That sounds like a commercial. What's our plant this week we're going to talk well, about? Well,
1: we have a really hot plant this week. That They're really starting to look good. And uh, they're gorgeous little plants. And I think they're underrated. I I would have to agree. I love this plant. It is a very unique plant. They've been around for a while. They went out of style. Maybe we can make them come back in style. Maybe. It's called the piggyback plant.
0: Yep. Or I'm going to try to say the big name, Tolmaya menziesai. I probably butchered that and, you know. Should we spell it? No, I don't think so. Nobody wants to know how to spell it. They can look it up. Piggyback plant.
1: Do you know where the piggyback plant comes from?
0: I do. And this totally surprised me when I looked it up. According really? to the intranet, it comes from the Pacific Northwest.
1: Really? So it's
0: semi uh, perennial to, to the United States, then? Right. Well, it's from the United States. That's, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I mean, seriously, you learn something every day. And something else the internet said, and I'm still not sure if I'm buying it, it's hardy to zone six to nine. Well, you know what I might do? Plant some outside? I think, I might try it. I
1: might plant some around the edges of my house.
0: Yeah. Because that would make a really sweet ground cover. It would, it would. Because what's the neatest thing about the piggyback plant? It just keeps going and going and going. Right. Each leaf makes a new plant at the, where the stem comes into the leaf. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever. And if you want to make more of them, you just cut that off and you put it in a pot it grows.
1: It does. It is a very cool plant. And technically they say we're a zone six. I don't know if I'm buying into that yet.
0: It's been that way for probably the last 10 years.
1: Right. I still say we're a zone five. Yeah. But I might plant some around my house and see
0: what happens. You might as well. You know, we sell them in three inch pots. And six inch And hanging six hanging inch hanging baskets. And I think everybody should have one. I do too. The six inch baskets are full and they got all the little baby plantlets on them now. They're they're impressive. They it's, a, very. it's a very dark green. It's a dark green, hairy leaf, and it's kind of shaped like what'd you what'd you call that? An oak leaf? Yeah, kinda maybe a 90. Kinda,
1: I you know what? Almost
0: a strawberry. You know what it looks like? What does it look like? It looks like a bell leaf. You're right. It it looks just like a, a coral bell leaf. Yeah. Except it's not as well, it's green. Yeah. Right.
1: Doesn't necessarily have the colors. The veining and the
0: colors. Yeah. But the shape is a corbel leaf. Yeah. And it likes low to bright light. Yeah. So, I mean, it does very well in the house.
1: It's a cool plant.
0: It really is. One of my old all-time favorites.
1: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well,
0: that's the hot plant this
1: week. Yeah. And I think next time we talk. Yes. The hot plant that I want to discuss, maybe two, oh, maybe three or four. Seriously? I haven't decided yet. Yeah. There's a lot. You know, I like a lot of plants, but. There's a few that I really like that we'll get into over the next few episodes. Are you going to give us a s- little spoiler? I or think teaser, maybe we'll give you a
0: little teaser. Oh, I'm, I'm curious because I have no idea. What are you going to say? Rex begonias. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm mean, those babies are hot. <laughs> I love it. I've it. Lo- Man, I used to have a Rex begonia problem. <laughs> right. Right? I mean, I couldn't have enough of them.
1: You know, I said earlier on, geraniums were probably one of my favorite plants. Begonias are
0: by far... I love begonias. Do you know Do you know what my favorite plants are? All of them. The ones I'm looking at when you're talking yeah, to me. Yeah, right? Those I always say, that's my favorite yeah. plant. Or it's in my top 10.
1: Well, for sure. I think we'll discuss those for sure. Yeah. Sansevierias, because I really am getting into severias.
0: Well, you know, Sansevierias are probably one of my favorite plants. Right. They're so easy to take care of. There's so many kinds, right? Yeah. How can you not get excited about them? Exactly. I mean, look, I'm excited just it's like just talking what about What time them. is it? Is it like 8: eight, eight, eight o'clock? It's 8:01. Right. So my bedtime's in less than an hour and you said sansevieria and I got excited and you can't you probably won't be able to sleep tonight. Probably not cuz I'm going to be thinking about all these different kinds of sansevierias and yeah. and, and and yeah.
1: Are we ready to end it I think it now? you
0: should wrap it up. Well, I'm Brian. I'm
1: Blake. We're Young's Greenhouse and Flower Shop. And thank you for listening to It Ain't Dirt, It's Soil. And you can always find us at the greenhouse at 5867 Lake Avenue, or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Search for At Young's Greenhouse, where you can find a whole lot of pictures, including our stock, and you can get alerts of upcoming podcasts. You'll see what we're getting in, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun stuff. All sorts stuff. of good stuff on our social media. Always, yeah. And as always, our co producer and engineer is John Dawkins at Wayne Shout Productions, and our podcast is hosted by WayneShout.com. You can find It Ain't Dirt, It's Soil on our page there. Or search for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, and Pandora. You can also check out com for other great Fort Wayne podcasts.
0: Yeah, it's a great place to find all that stuff. Heck yeah. Is there any place that's not available? I don't know. You can ask Alexa to play this podcast, and she will. It's kind of freaky. Alexa just knows us. She just knows.
1: How cool is that?
0: Yeah, yeah. Badass. (laughs) Hey, this was a lot of fun. It was fun. We should do it another couple times. We will. Yeah. Next week? Yeah. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Bye. Bye.
0: This has been a wing shout production.